0: a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on Leading & Learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading & Learning. This is episode number 420, Does Your Church Need a Safety Team? Listen to this. This is from the ChristianPost.com. And this is talking about the increase in attacks on churches in the United States. The number of attacks against churches during the first three months of 2023 represents a marked increase in the number of incidents that occurred in the first three months of the previous five years. The Family Research Council recorded 15 attacks against churches in the first three months of 2018. 12 in the same period for 2019, 14 in the first quarter of 2021, and 22 in the first four months of 2022. Uh, 2020, uh, COVID year, saw no attacks on churches in its first three months, but the report documents the damage done in attacks on churches um, by organizing them into five categories. There were 53 attacks as examples of av- of vandalism, 10 as arson, 3 as gun-related, and then 3 bomb threats and 2 incidents that fell into other categories. Now, if you do the math with me, that is uh, almost 70, 70 attacks in the first quarter of 2023. 53 vandalisms, 10 arsons, 3 gun-related, 3 bomb incidents, and 2 others. Uh, The attacks cited were uh, 29 states. North Carolina had the highest. Uh, Ohio and Tennessee next with 5 each. Uh, North Carolina was 7. Ohio and Tennessee 5 each. Florida, Mississippi, and Pennsylvania had 4 each. So this is from the Christian Post. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is there is obviously uh, an increase in attacks on churches. Um, I just came back from India a few months ago, and there it's a very different sort of World, they, they've had a hundred churches firebombed, even some during services, um, in the last six months or a year. It's a crazy time there. Um, that number, I believe, is actually spiraling towards two hundred. The last last time time I checked, um, but the 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 vicious persecution against Christians throughout the world is is only becoming more uh, intense. But even here in America. Here, there's almost 70 attacks or a little over 70 attacks in the first three months of 2023. So back to the question that we started with, does your church need a safety team? Do you need the ability to protect um, the flock, to protect your your, your your people, your church members, your staff, uh, the facilities that that you've been entrusted with? Um, do you need a church safety team? And this is such a, an important question today um, that uh, we're going to be talking about this maybe for a few episodes on, on how to, to, to create some type uh, of church safety team or some type of, of security, put some type of security measures in place. Um, now, let me give you some options uh, number one is where most churches fall. Uh, they do nothing and hope for the best. Do nothing and hope for the best. But as you see as you can see, um, these, these attacks are on the rise. And while the vast majority of them are, 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 are vandalism, you've got arson, you've got gun related incidents, bomb threats, um, and, and and you know, one of the ones that we don't see so much on here, and maybe it's because these don't get reported, um, are the domestic incidents. Um we we have every now and then we'll have a, a domestic incident flare up in church and, and it may not even lead to violence. Thankfully they have it at our church, but yet it can still cause an incident, it can still cause a problem. You need people who can deal with it. So Um, do nothing and hope for the best. That's the the, the first one. Um, Other churches, hire uniformed security guards. Um, This is an option, armed or unarmed. I've seen both in different churches. Um, Some have the the, the security guards who, you know, just kind of walk around and patrol. Um, You know, they're in uniform, but they're not armed. And then uh, obviously in other situations, in fact, one of one of our churches that I was at recently, um, uh, they hire a, a uniformed armed security guard who uh, guards essentially the, the children's facility. It's a, it's a separate building. It's on the same lot, but because it's not in such a great part of town and it's maybe um, you know a little bit of a walk, maybe 100 feet from the main building, they feel like they needed to have a little extra security, so they hire an armed security guard to do that. So that's another option. Other churches hire a police officer was speaking with somebody recently and that's what they feel comfortable doing at the where they're at. they, they, they have a sheriff's department there and they've got a sheriff's deputy who uh, goes to their church and he um, takes care of making sure there's a deputy there in uniform every week um, as the security for the church. And uh, then there's the the next one is number four is you develop a team from within. Uh, You create your own safety team, your own security staff from within your church. And then number five is a combination of three and four. Now let's go back through these real quick. First of all, number one, do nothing and hope for the best. Hopefully, after hearing this, you're going to take some steps to um, change this and put something in place. Doing nothing and hoping for the best is a very, very dangerous, um, irresponsible way to approach things. And, And I've had people say, well, you know, we just trust God and, you know, we believe everything's going to be okay. Well, you know, we could say that about these other churches where these you know 70 plus attacks have taken place in 2023 and then all the ones last year and um even what about the firebombings in India um you know they could say they're 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 trusting god and hoping for the best but yet things are still happening so so i just think that's an irresponsible attitude i'm just not sure that's the 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 scriptural way um you know we're we're told to love our neighbors as ourselves and i think part of that sometimes is protecting our neighbors and um, being good stewards of what God's entrusted to us. So doing nothing and hoping for the best is not the right way to go. Hiring uniformed security guards. Um, what, what, what do we think about that? Well, for some people that works. I, I am not a fan for a couple of reasons. First of all, especially if you hire unarmed security guards, um, they're not going to be much good uh, if something really bad happens. Um, armed security guards give you a few more options in the worst case scenario. If you have an active shooter or, you know, something really bad happens and you need somebody who can, um, really defend people, um, but but by and large, uh, when you hire a, a security company to to send some folks out to to work, you don't know who you're going to get. You don't know if they're going to be friendly. They don't. You don't know if they're going to smile. How they're going to interact with your congregation. You know the churches. You know churches are in the people business, and so you've got to make sure that you get the right person. And 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 I've seen some security guards that do a great job. They're interactive. They smile. But again, I go back to if you're hiring unarmed security. Um you're you're really um I, it, it's a slight step up above doing nothing and hoping for the best but not much. So if you're interested in hiring security guards, I would look for hiring armed security guards, but then you're going to pay more. And in that case, I would consider hiring a police officer. Many churches do this, uh whether to help direct traffic, especially the larger churches, um or maybe they'll have a an officer standing in the lobby. I was at a church recently where um, that was their security. They would have an officer who parked his car. This is a big church. They, who, every Sunday they would have he would park his car in front of the the, the main entrance, and he would stand inside the main entrance, and he would uh, you know just be there as as presence. Now again, unless you've got a police officer in your church who can help you get the right people, you run into the danger of getting officer unfriendly instead of officer friendly. Um, we uh, we hired an officer several years ago to help us with security, um, to bolster our own team, but also to help direct traffic. And And it was a real disappointment because, look, I was a cop for 30 years. I, and, and, and I know it's a roll of the dice when you call the department and say, hey, we need to hire somebody off duty. But, you know, this guy just had a terrible attitude, a terrible disposition, um, you know, didn't smile. Um, and again, the church is in the people business. And if you can't interact with people... Um, we just don't need you so so hiring a police officer is is is, is much better than um, i think hiring um, private security because the officer has the the powers of arrest he's probably got more firearms training if something really bad happened um, he's he's used to dealing with volatile situations um, he or she is going to have more training and and so i think that's uh that's a great way to go um, is hiring a police officer but Number four, developing a team from within. What about this? This is, in my opinion, I think this is definitely where each church um, should be heading in the the realm of church safety and church security. Um, We we always want to develop leaders from within. Uh, We want to develop teams from within. And if you can create your own safety team, your own security um, team inside your church... You've got people who uh, have a vested interest. These aren't hired hands, um, like the security guards or the police officers. These aren't hired hands. These are these are people who are not just protecting, um, you know, themselves or the church, but they're protecting their own families and kids. So it's a it's a it's a much more um, uh, it, they have much more buy-in than somebody you're hiring from outside. We'll talk about how to develop that team later, but but I think that's definitely the way to go. And then number five is a combination of hiring a police officer and developing a team. So what does that look like? Um, In our church, we have our own safety team. However, for big events, we will hire a police officer to uh, bolster that security, to give us a marked police car there, especially for uh, when we have big events that involve the community. Um, We do a trunk-or-treat event that might bring in 1,500 or 2,000 people onto our property. And so having a police officer there just gives us a little bit more presence. And um, we can hire the officer to help with directing traffic and getting people back and forth across the street. Um, One of the really large churches in our areas, um, they have uh, several police officers every Sunday morning and um, during their, their services that are helping get people in and out onto a main highway. And then they also have their own safety team that they've developed from within. So so a combination um, is is a great way to go as well. Well, don't go away. We We will be right back. I just wanted to let you know this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, when the Future Ended. When the Future Ended was my first novel. Um, it's from the Zombie Terror War series. And, you know, if you're looking for something just fun to read over the summer, I'm, I'm recording this in uh, July, if you're looking for, for a fun read, I would say check out this series. Um, it's, a, it's an exciting read, um, a lot of fun, lots of action. People love my characters. Uh, what I hear over and over again is, man, I love these guys. I love these girls. I love the people you've got in here. This is such great writing. And so people enjoy the stories. They're a lot of fun. I know you'll enjoy it. Click on the link uh, here in the show notes because you will be able to go and read the first part for free. Um, if you don't like zombies, i just say check it out anyway because my take is much, much different than everything that's out there. But if you just want some great action, just some great relaxing reading, uh, when the future ended, and 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 obviously this is this is this was my first novel, and I've written uh, there were six in the zombie terror war series. I'm actually doing another series now, but this is still my mo- most popular book. This is the one. I think there's you know 120 something reviews on on Amazon now. Um, you know it's really kind of touched a nerve. People are enjoying it. I encourage you to check out when the future ended. Okay, so we're talking about asking the question, does your church need a safety team? Um, we, we, we looked at some options. Um, so where do you start when your pastor, or if you're the pastor, um, when you decide to step forward and start creating a safety team ministry? Where do you start? Well, my suggestion is, Um, get something in place immediately. Uh, When my pastor asked us to, or asked me to 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 create a safety team, uh, we had just moved back to America. My wife and I have been living in another country as missionaries. Um, We came back home in 2017, and he said, I need a safety team. There had just been a a horrible uh, church shooting in another state, and he said, I don't want that to happen here. So immediately... I got with two or three people who I knew and trusted, and we became the church safety team while we formed the permanent team. So I would say get something started immediately. And if that's not you, find somebody in your church. Um, I would look for a police officer, a retired police officer, or um, somebody with a military background. I hate to say somebody who just likes guns because that's not what this is about. This is about somebody who's got a protector mindset. Someone who has the heart uh, of a pastor, but, but the mind of a, uh, 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 of a protector. We say the heart of a shepherd and the mind of a warrior. Um, and that's what you're looking for. So you're looking for somebody in your church. We had, uh, one of our churches came to me and said, you know, we need a, a church safety team, but we really don't have any police officers, anybody. And so we found a guy in the church who, um, was a good guy. And he, he teaches martial arts. So he's already, that's a good start. Um, so we we're able to say, okay, listen, for the time being, you're the church safety team as we develop the, the, the team. So, that's that's what you start. You start immediately. You get something in place. And you may not feel comfortable doing that. That's fine. For a short time, hire that police officer. Um, get somebody in there who can protect your church. Do this sooner rather than later, but get something in place. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to get pushback if you hire a police officer because of people who, uh, for whatever reason, they've had their own negative experiences and, um, you know, people... Come to church not expecting to see a police officer, but you as the leader create the culture, and you know you stand in front of the church and you 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 honor that officer, that man or woman who's 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 you're hiring to come in and protect you, and when you do that, um, your people will fall in line with that. Another thing I would suggest in starting is uh, get online, do some research. Um, I would actually say go in person to a live event, Uh, attend a conference or a training event. I've done this myself a couple of times. There's plenty of great events out there. Um, I'll put some stuff in the show notes that I'll give you a couple of um, different uh, resources that you can draw from. Um, You know, there's live events everywhere. Church security has become a very, very big thing. And, And I would encourage you to go because it allows you to ask questions. It allows you to meet people Um, I find when I go to these events, um, I find everybody from um, people who know zero to people who already have something in place and everything in between, and I find I always learn something when I go to these events, and it'll give you a good structure on how to get started in protecting your church. Um, And Again, when we, you know, it's 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 always very very important when you're looking at putting something together. You're asking the question, uh, armed or unarmed. Um, some churches just don't feel comfortable with having armed uh, safety team members in their church. Look, I'm in the South, and and here it's it's very normal. There's people in our church that are armed that we don't even know about. Um, it, it's just the nature of of, of living in a, a free society that has a Second Amendment. But there's plenty of states where it's much more difficult to do that. So you've got to check your local laws and you've got to talk to the the ultimately the leadership uh, of the church. and you know, in some cases, you know we we've I've talked to people and the leadership has shut it down. They've said we're just not going to do that. And they're kind of back in that category of um, do nothing and hoping for the best. But um, I always encourage armed security versus unarmed because unarmed you can't do anything if something really bad happens um you know if you've got the uh, estranged ex-husband who um isn't happy with the counsel the pastor has given his wife and comes to church to deal with the pastor which has happened um how is an unarmed safety team going to deal with that um so so it's just something to think about you've got a you know the the situation that happened in, outside of Houston a couple of years ago, uh, the guy comes in, uh, pulls a shotgun from under his trench coat, uh, killed a deacon, killed a safety team member. Uh, this is in the middle of a church service before the leader of the safety team was able to draw and put one round into the bad guy and end the threat. So so an unarmed team is, uh, I mean, I, maybe it's better than nothing, but you're going to be very limited in what you can do. All right. I'm going to stop there, but I'd love to keep the discussion going. Go to davidspell.com. If you have a question or comment about church safety, let me know so that we can talk about it. And as I said, keep the discussion going. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. And if I can help you um, in your church help get a safety ministry going, I would love to do that. I've helped several churches. Um, I did this part of what I do, as far as getting our own up and running and leading our own, I also love to help churches um, be safer. I was a police officer for 30 years, and um, and I've got a p- passion for protecting people and making sure the flock is safe. So, by all means, get in touch with me, and we will talk. Well, friends, until next time, we will see you. Uh, we'll see you next week on Leading and Learning.